0: you are beautiful you are worthy your dreams were put on your heart for a reason no matter what anyone else might think of you for following them so stand up stand tall and stand proud you were made to shine Hey, hey, hey. How are we? Um today. You guys, it's been a fun week. I'll be honest, it's been a crazy week. It's been a super fun week. I feel like I just was writing down a list of like all the people I need to get like big presents for and then people need to get small presents for. You know what I mean? Because you don't necessarily get every single person like the best and biggest gift. You kind of got to pick and choose. But I will say, I don't think it really hit me until recently that it's actually December. Typically, I'm the person that starts celebrating Christmas like November 1st. So how I celebrate Christmas is I am like November 1st to... Honestly, like January 1st, like even after Christmas, I'm still in Christmas mode and then comes New Year's, right? So it's like Christmas, November 1st to January 1st, the only day it's not Christmas is Thanksgiving. So like on Thanksgiving, I'm not thinking about Christmas, I'm thinking about Thanksgiving, but every other day prior to that and after that is designated for Christmas. This year though, things are a little wanky because my parents are renovating their house. So we don't have, like we don't have a tree. Oh I mean, you know what I mean? And I just moved into my apartment and I literally have been trying to go and get a dang tree for so long. And I make that sound like I've put so much effort into it. That's the problem is I haven't gone and just gotten it. I've been gone, I feel like, for so many different days between Thanksgiving and whatever, um, So I don't have a Christmas tree. And so I just, I don't think it really resonated that it's Christmas time. But then I I got my first like Christmas present in the mail the other day from someone. And I was like, oh crap, I need to start thinking about, you know, that sort of stuff. I digress. It's Christmas time. So busy week, lots of things to be doing. So the other day I was in a situation, and this is going to tie me to what we're going to talk about today. I was in a situation where I was trying out this new, this new group, right? And, um, and it was just like this new group I went to, I tried it out and it was interesting because it was a group of all women and we were just sitting there, we we're talking about different things, scripture, personal development, all this stuff. And... I don't know if you guys are like me, but I'm not the kind of person that can just like do that and not feel a buttload of anxiety, right? Like I'm not just like, I don't just show up at places where I don't really know anyone. Like I don't have that home-based person. You know what I mean? Like that one person you can at least walk into the unknown with and it's like, okay, you and me, we got each other. Just say the code word and we're out. Like going somewhere unknown by yourself without that home-based person is like, ugh. Terrifying on the max. But this was something I wanted to do. I wanted to push myself. I wanted to go. So I went. And I was freaking out, but I did it. And it was so interesting because so obviously, like there was two people that led the group, and we were just like talking and discussion, we're getting into the scripture and like I said, personal development and all this stuff. And I'm always very observant on how people lead. Like if they're in a position of leadership, that is something that I'm very interested in. I'm interested in asking them questions about their leadership style. I'm also interested in watching them lead. How do they lead? Do they lead from the front? Do they lead from the back? Are they servant leaders? Are they the kind of leaders that were like my soccer coaches growing up and the reason I quit the sport? Because they, they led with coercion. They led with trying to get people to, to fear them. So I'm always curious about this. So I was just staying there. I was just observing. And it was just so interesting to me because, you know, I was new with some other people and, and it was just very apparent that whenever I said something or someone new said something that maybe challenged what these two individuals who were leading the group said, there was a lot of discomfort and there was a lot of awkward tension. And I thought that was so interesting. And what I also thought was very interesting was the – if there was a question asked about scripture or whatever and these individuals did not know the answer, the question was deemed to be a bad question as opposed to I just don't know the answer. Do you know what I mean? Like you know those people that if you – if. I don't know. I feel like they kind of take their confidence in knowing everything about everything. So if you ask them a question they don't know the answer to, they just reflect that back on you saying it was a bad question. And this got me thinking about leadership. This got me thinking about the leader I want to be. This got me thinking about the leadership in my life that's been modeled to me that I've been drawn towards. It's also got me thinking about the leadership in my life that's been modeled to me that made me draw back. And I just was thinking about what's the difference. I started thinking about Jesus. I started thinking about why were people so drawn to Jesus? Why was he so special? What about his authority and his power made people of all different backgrounds and situations and circumstances draw near to him? curious about him, want to be led by him. It's one thing to be led by someone. It's another thing to want to be led by someone. So I was thinking about this and what I've been really meditating on. And I think what I've really begun to understand is I believe the best leaders are the leaders that help other people see the leader in them. The best queens are the ones that make someone else feel like they're also wearing a crown. The best kings are the ones that make someone else feel like they're also royalty. The best leaders are the ones that lead from the front. Servant leadership. They're the ones that are saying, I'm not too good to do any of the stuff I'm asking you to do. Let me go first. Let me wash your feet. Let me be your shepherd. Let me go first. Let me serve you. Let me model the behavior that I want you to embody Let me show you how powerful you are, not how powerful I am. Not look at me and how great and grand and powerful and smart and and, 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 and wealthy and, and strong I am. But let me as the leader look at you. See how beautiful you are. So hopefully you can see how beautiful you are. I hope at the end of my life, whenever that is, (laughs) hopefully not for a long time, I hope at the end of my life, what people feel from the impact I'm trying to have is not, Annie, every time we came to your content, I saw how big you were, which I mean I don't I don't know I don't think people say that. I'm just saying, I saw how big you were, but I felt so small myself. That's not what I want. I want people to come to my content and leave feeling a bigger version of themselves. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people in leadership positions in the world that don't make the people they lead feel bigger. They want to feel bigger. And I believe that's leading from scarcity thinking. That's leading from a place of insecurity. When you're leading from abundance, it doesn't matter how many people grow bigger than you grow, grow into their biggest self because you're so affirmed in who you are. And I think about Jesus. Jesus was a shepherd. Well, he was a carpenter, but you know, he, he's, he's, what's the word? Well, I'm English lax over here. Um, he's associated with being a shepherd. There we go. And I read something one time that a lot of people When they read that, they think of a cattle herder, not a shepherd. There's a difference. A cattle herder, someone who herds cattle, stands in the back of the cattle. And they're like, they do not go first. They stand in the back of the group of the cattle and they basically whip the cattle and move the cattle from the back. So the cattle go first and the person in the back is just telling them, do this, go there, do that. Jesus is not a cattle herder. He is not behind us telling us, go here, Annie. Do this, Annie. Go see what's over there, Annie. Let's go try over there, but you go first, Annie. He's not a cattle herder. He is a shepherd. He goes first. There is no land, no path, no, no, no gravel, no nothing, no trajectory of our lives that he's not walked down first because shepherds lead their flock from the front. So the valley you're walking through, the mountain you're walking on, he's gone there first to make sure that it was safe for you to walk through as well. That's what a leader does. A leader goes first. A leader leads by example. I think about this with with my corporate job. You know, it's like... I know from personal experience, it's very frustrating for people to take advice from, from sales management that has never been in the sales position that we're in. That's very hard because it's like, how, how could you possibly give me advice on cold calling when you've never made a cold call in your life, right? Like that's hard. Leaders lead by example, Hey, you're making cold calls. I'll do it with you. I might not be great, but I'll show you what I can do. I'll show you that I can do it, which means I can show you that you can do it too. They lead by example. They lead from the front. They also lead by service. Jesus washed the feet of the disciples. And for those of you that are not very familiar with the Bible or the historical context or the culture, that was a freaking crazy thing. Like you did not, you got your feet washed. You got your feet washed by people that were considered the lowest of the low. Like you did not wash people's feet. You got your feet washed. And here was the son of God washing these men's feet. That tells me, and these men were sitting down. Jesus was kneeling. He got beneath them to serve them. Leaders aren't afraid of going beneath the people that they're serving because they are leading from abundance. They are leading in the affirmation that they already know how powerful they are. Their job is not to elude their power onto the people, but to show the people the power in them. What kind of leader are you? Yes, you, yes, you, you are a leader. I promise you, you are influencing more people than you dare give yourself credit for. You are making an impact on more people than you think. More people are stalking you on Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook than you know. More people are watching you at the office than you, than you could ever imagine. More people at the gym are, are, are making their way to the opposite side of the room just to see what kind of stretches you're doing because you have more influence than you think you are a leader. If you are living and breathing on this earth, you are a leader. How do I know that? Because we all have the Holy Spirit in us. That Jesus that served people, that God that made everything, that spirit is in our hearts. Whether you've accepted it or not, I don't know, but it is there. You are a leader and you were designed to be a leader. That resistance you feel when you, when you feel someone abusing their leadership power, I know you felt that whether it's with a coach, with a teacher, with a, with a mentor, with a boss, with a partner, when you see people abusing their leadership power and you feel that little twing in your stomach, whether it's, you've seen them do it to other people or they've done it to you personally. Or maybe you've done that before and you've left that situation just like, oh God, why did I act like that? That was so rude. That, was, that, that is your indication that you are a leader, that you are a servant leader. Don't resist that tension. Go into it. It's trying to tell you something. It's telling you, hey, this is not how I have designed you to lead. I want you to lead from the front. I want you to lead as a shepherd. I want you to lead in service. You are not above and you are not beneath anyone. You are not above the janitor sweeping the floors at the Delta airport. You are not beneath the CEO of the Fortune 500 billion dollar company. You are not above or beneath anyone. The world is our university. You can learn from every single person. You can also teach something to every single person. That's leadership. It's accepting that. It's honoring that. It's in every single circumstance that you can using that to make this world somewhat of a better place than you left it. It's washing people's feet. I don't mean literally. You would probably get someone. Yeah, I don't know. Someone might call the cops on you if you just randomly started washing people's feet. But I am saying, figuratively speaking, wash people's feet. Don't be afraid to get beneath people to 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 lessen you in order to increase them. That's leadership. It's saying, I don't need you to think that I'm better than you to be seen as a leader because I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know the spirit that's in me. And I know the spirit that's in you. And I want you to tap into that. That's leadership. That is leadership. It's, it's taking off your crown and putting it on someone else's head so that they can see the power and the leadership in them. The best leaders cultivate leaders in other people. They don't need to be the first ones to speak. They don't need to be the last ones to speak. They don't need to be the ones that speak the most. They don't need to be the ones that are always right. They don't need to be the ones that are the most intelligent, that have the most degrees, that are making the most money, that drive the nicest cars, that are that date the greatest guys or girls. Like, that is not a leader. A leader is someone that looks at others in the eyes and makes them feel like a leader too. And the world doesn't encourage that. It doesn't promote that. But we can. Our spirit can in us. It's a decision. It is a decision and it's a commitment. I'm sending you guys love.